Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort, so question as if you Warshack. Horsemen, force men, and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it, homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kinda known that y'all would rather whine and lash to nonsense, cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person, and politicking is bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose. Welcome back to the Underground. This is episode 58. My name is David Lacey, and I am once again joined by Joseph. Wild West Kemp Style. Nations. And never forget it. How are you doing, man? <laughs> Not bad, dude. <laughs> Merry after Christmas-ish. Ha- happy Kwanzaa. Like, oh, yeah. Happy Kwanzaa, everybody. Oh, happy New Year. I don't even I can't remember <laughs> what Kwanzaa is. I know what it, I know what it is. You know what I mean? I, but I don't I, I don't remember. Yeah, I whatever. I, the only reason I brought it up is because. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's her face? Lori Lightfoot got in some trouble today. Trouble, you know, in, yeah. in quotations or whatever. But she um, she and her her wife uh decided to wish everyone a happy kwanzaa oh crap um, that was her wife i didn't know i dude i saw the picture of them and i started laughing and i was like dude they look like drug addicts like dude. i'm pretty sure i was telling somebody today i'm pretty sure she looked semi-normal when she first ran for office yeah i don't know man it's definitely weird i, I forgot that she was even a part that she was lesbian um Oh, I've never seen her and uh, I didn't realize I thought I didn't even realize that was her her wife if it's this if I'm thinking of the same video I thought that was like a member of her staff um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Do you, look at this picture right here can you see this yeah I can see oh yeah she looks like a normal person yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> and then that bottom picture no, the this bottom one, right this one <laughs> yeah. oh that's terrible Sorry, everybody. It's a good thing y'all y'all can't see this, but yeah, yeah. She uh, something happened, dude. Something happened Bro. to her. It's you know what? Sometimes I was telling uh, the same person today when we were talking about this. Um, I was telling him that uh, she reminds me of the guy from uh, uh, the first Men in Black movie, <laughs> and like like she w- once was a normal person, and then a yeah. then a, a, co- a giant cockroach like stole her skin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and has been <laughs> playing the mayor of Chicago ever since. You know what happened, right? She's uh, holding all um, drug evidence in her uh, business-run lab, just like Boris Johnson over in the UK with all that cocaine oh, there. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is too funny. But yeah, so uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays, or belated, I should say, and then Happy whoa, New Year. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh man how was how was christmas for you uh pretty good i'll i have stuff to talk about for the uh the next episode um quite quite a bit because i've been uh going through the digital history books of movies and i have quite a bit to talk about um just oh, on man. some some different subjects so uh we'll be we'll be getting into that next time um yours was good nice yeah it wasn't too bad uh, a lot of snow, really cold, negative, you know, 20-something degrees, negative 30 degrees outside, so a lot of fun there. Yeah, apparently uh, I live in the tropics because it's, like, hotter now than it than it was at certain times during the summer, so I don't I don't know what's going on in the 
the the mountains of western north carolina currently dude who knows but yeah i think we plan on you know either this week or next week um going to the mountains to go ski and kind of just take a break and enjoy life and we haven't been on the vacation just me and her by ourselves anywhere since our honeymoon which was over four years ago so yeah anytime we've you know used any of our vacation fund every year it's been to go back home and see family so ah well that'll be good for you guys yeah all right well you ready to get into all of our uh clips and whatnot yeah so everybody's favorite conference turning point usa uh it's definitely David's favorite. Conference. Oh, absolutely! I know he he went there um, <laughs> a week ago. Uh, he he always makes it a point too. If y'all remember, Turning Point USA had uh, David's favorite politician, Trump, and a uh, golden statue. We tried really hard to get it for the show. Just couldn't come up with enough money just to use as a nice background drop. And then also, you know, if uh, you know the dollar crashes, it's it's good to have your uh, funds diverse your portfolio. So. You know, want to have a little bit of gold. But anyway, so Trump has worked hard at convincing some people, a lot of Christians, whatever number you want to put on it, that he is a Christian. And his son did him the favor to just go ahead and call it all out for what it is. So, David, um, you know. Uh, one of the main criticisms, just to kind of give some honest backdrop to this clip we're about the future, sure. that conservatives get, um, specifically Christian conservatives, I, and I should say specifically, more specifically than that, uh, Republican Christians, um, is that they don't play by the left's rules, um, which, you know, the left is more hard-hitting and will seek to cancel um Christian Republicans and just Republicans in general too. You don't have to be a Christian for that. And so at this conference, Donald Trump Jr. is going to get into how do we combat that? They're the ones that are controlled by the left. And that's because we have allowed it to happen. Right? That's why watching a group like this here means so much to me. It's why I got my butt on a plane and flew all the way to the West Coast to speak for half an hour only to fly back. Because we are the front line of freedom. We are the front line of liberty. And if we band together, we can take on these institutions. But we got to do it together. Okay? That's where we've gone wrong for a long time. And I've, you know, if you've been and seen me speak here, you've heard me say it a thousand times, but. Guess what, folks? If we get together, they cannot cancel us all. Okay? They won't. And this will be contrary to a lot of our beliefs because I'd love not to have to participate in cancel culture. I'd love that it didn't exist. But as long as it does, folks, we better be playing the same game. Okay? We've been playing t-ball for half a century while they're playing, playing hardball and cheating, right? We've turned the other cheek, and I understand. I understand sort of the biblical reference. I understand the mentality. But it's gotten us nothing, okay? It's gotten us nothing. 
while we've ceded ground in every major institution in our country. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he didn't mean what he said, right? Or he meant it another way. Uh, I would say, or, or let's just say he went into great detail later on since I didn't watch the full clip. And he said, you know, that passage about where Christ says, uh, turn the other cheek, it's more like a personal insult. Right. That's the context of it. Well, right. This is He's not talking about defending oneself or, you know, things outside of that. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say that it's like they, this is the problem with politics and mixing something like Christianity into politics is that a yep. lot of the time you end up with this thing where they're like, well, we can't turn the other cheek or they're, they're trying to make the Bible or their view of Christianity, whatever, whatever it is. Right. I mean, it, it's hard mm-hmm. to tell without like a real conversation with someone like Trump Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to make it fit into their sort of like worldview because yep. they, they at least we could probably give them the benefit of they understand why it's important that they need to try to like maintain some of that. Right. Because if you get away from that, you're going to lose a big part of your voter base, potentially. Right. Um, if that's what they're going for, which I'm assuming it is. Um, and so he seems like he went after something that like might people might be willing to put aside if you if you get what I'm saying. Like, yep, it's one of those things that. Oh, yeah, he's right They're. Mm-hmm. You know, they're insulting us and, and everything. And one of the things I thought about when he said that, I'm like, politics is actually the perfect context for that passage. It's a <laughs> because of all the personal yeah. insults you get. You know, well, obviously we, not. It's not a. It, I, I'm I'm saying something generally. Right. It's a case by case basis, but specifically, it can be oh. used in politics. That that passage of turning the other cheek when someone insults you. Because you get insulted absolutely. so many times. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's this um, there's just this problem when you try to make these two things work. Yep. Uh, together with each other. Um, because they're not kind of on equal ground. Uh, you know, we I, I don't. This is one of the things that I've talked about in the past with um the uh excuse me i'm trying to get a couple things ready no um, at your satanist meeting right yes at the say at the at, well uh, no dude it's demon self um, <laughs> okay. that's that's how it's uh described now um oh man i had a video pulled up and you i'm did. not even sure this is the same video that i had pulled up <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm totally messing with our. Oh, you're well. trying to get the next video going. Oh, I found it. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, sorry. We have we've had to restart a couple times because everything seems to be falling apart on us today. Um. Anyway, we were we were talking about J Donald the Donald Trump Jr. Trump's Jr. Um. Today, water boy. <laughs> Today, Junior. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I that it, it. It's always gonna come back to that. They're not always as sincere about the things they say when it comes to Christianity, mm-hmm. um, as some may believe. Uh, I I mean the Democrats do it all the time, and they're usually a little more obvious about it. 
you know, because it's like Biden will go, you know, he'll bomb children in another country and then come back and being like, I'm going to mass. And you're like, come on, man. I'm not a even Christian. The, I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they'll they, they try to appeal to Christians by like pulling out a Bible and reading a verse that is beneficial to them. And so it's yep. like, oh, well, I got him here or whatever. And to be honest, it's why we always kind of like harp on Romans 13, because that is a verse that gets used all the time as a battering club uh, to, to the heads of normal people. A yeah, lot of time complete, by normal people now. And they completely forget the context surrounding it. Exactly. There's never a conversation that can be had about this kind of stuff. Um, it's always a, like I understand kind of when people get defensive when, you know, they they say something or they I don't want to say they attack, but it's sort of a, uh, a like hiding your hands thing right. where they'll throw out something like Romans 13 about why you should like do something or why you should like listen to your government. And then mm-hmm. they'll hide their hands when you come back, even if you're being very generous with them. Right. Um, and they'll hide their hands almost as like they're on the defensive. Like, oh, why are you coming after me for this? Um, right. And, and this happens like all over the place. And it's one of the reasons why. It's very hard to have uh, conversations anymore. And I think a problem to that is that people spend a lot of time of reading an article from what well, I'm just going to use to that come to mind, like either from Desiring God or from the Gospel Coalition on uh-huh. a subject, right? Like Romans 13, for example, instead of actually going to read it and study it for themselves and, um, you know, doing an honest study of it. And I think that's partly they're just, you know, kind of, it's basically kind of how po- politics are. They're getting the, the the main points to kind of trump an argument and to be like, this is why you should listen to my side, Romans 13. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, uh, yeah. when you try to have a nuance and or even just a discussion, not even nuance. It just doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, I man, I would love to be able to talk more openly with people because and and not even necessarily coming to like going into a situation to change someone's mind mm-hmm. but just an an honest conversation about like all right look this kwanzaa. is where I, about kwanzaa yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but for real about like where i stand on something or where my mind is currently um because i think you can kind of um you can separate the two where it's like here's something that like foundationally you're probably not going to move me on versus here's something right. that it has been on my mind and I'm not necessarily fully um, it's not like a hill I would die on would be right. the, maybe the difference. Um, so I agree. I think if Donald Trump's junior, obviously it seems like it to me that he's trying to use Christianity as a tool to gain worldly influence. But well, yeah, that's it's what they're a, all. I mean, a, it's a poor device for doing it. Yeah. It's yeah. not just him. Well, the Democrats do it too, but yeah, it's like we say all the time. It's like, you know, everyone always wants to blame the Jews for uh, the death of Jesus, but it's like the state's the one that put him to death. Yep. You know, the politicians. Yep. Um, and that, I mean, uh, it it kind of is what it is to some degree, but when we talk about a lot of these things, it's like politicians are the reasons for a lot of the issues that we have in this country right now. And it's always so funny to me, man, like just listening to uh, or watching certain things the way that uh, the subject of politicians being part of the problem always mm-hmm. seems to get skirted around. Right. Um, you know, it's like whenever uh, and I like I've been I've been watching uh, Last Man Standing again recently. Uh, you know, the Tim Allen show. 
Yeah. And there's like this whole episode where they're like fighting, and this is from years ago, where they're like fighting over uh, whether um, one of the daughters should vote for uh, Biden or, not Biden, um, Obama or Romney. And I'm just kind of like, no, the answer is neither. <laughs> and so, and they're like, oh, well, this person did this, or this person is the cause of this. And it's so simplistic. Um, and it bugs me because I was like, man, this episode d- didn't age well for me. Yeah, it's, right. It's kind of cringy just the way that it, they try to throw up these like superficial, and that might be part of it. Maybe there's some like deeper meaning behind it from the writers or whatever, but I doubt it. But, uh, it's very much that, like, well, it basically comes out of, like, Republicans hate poor people. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's like, Democrats don't want you to have money. Or, you know, it's something yeah. like that. And you're like, ah, like, guys, this is not, this isn't. Caricatures, man. Yeah, yeah. Of, like, what, what's going on in the real world. And yeah. I was like, I just don't, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like the That shows, I generally think that shows. Uh, pretty funny but man that episode was not good <laughs> well i know what you did like you enjoyed the message we received from the president oh um, for christmas couple, didn't you couple messages yeah um it's funny i heard um no agenda talk about this and uh <laughs> dvorak was like kind of upset about it he's like this is mean and i'm kind of like i don't know man <laughs> yeah yeah i remember listening to no agenda too <laughs> all right hang on Daughter, <laughs> well, and how about Penelope? Well, Penelope, she she's only two, so I think she'd be happy oh. with just about eight. Oh, that's great. Well, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful that you have a two-year-old. Well, well have a merry Christmas. Have a wonderful Christmas. And by the way, you guys have to be in bed by Thank nine you. o'clock, you know, and asleep between nine and twelve, or he doesn't show up. This isn't to you, Jared. This is to the kids. That's right. <laughs> well, I hope you have a wonderful hey, Christmas. Well, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Oh, Merry thank Christmas, you. and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I <laughs> yeah. agree. Hey, by the way, where are you in Oregon? Oh, uh, I guess it was. <laughs> they both agreed to it, too. Dude, it, she realized it, though. I, you can see it on yeah. her face. She knew exactly yeah. what just happened. And the weird part is, it, is that she doesn't even try to stop it. Nope. She's not like, no, Joe, nope. no, Joe, you don't agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, she kind of just let him go. <laughs> it's so funny how, like, the, the thing that comes up on that video is the phrase has become widely used by conservatives as a stand-in for a more vulgar epithet. Oh, against the president yeah oh my and it's gosh. like oh yeah please spare me when all of y'all are going around saying f uh trump for four years yeah, yeah please Uh-oh. the the left is uh you know the moral police now yes. yeah and, and the standard for the american citizen but anyway yeah no, i mean i can see where people are coming from i saw uh eric erickson who's another um regular old Republican than what I call him is he, he kind of had the same thing as John Dvorak that it was just mean. And but it, I was just laughing. I was yeah, like, I don't know, man. Like, like I, I can, I can definitely understand where they're coming from, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like, why is this now the moment that it is considered mean when you had like thousands of college students chanting this at like, uh, at football games? It's like, yes. so that's all in good jest and funny and fun, but the minute 
someone gets not. the actual president with it and they were they were trying to say like oh this makes america look bad but and it's kind a part of me goes like maybe that's a good thing yeah. Maybe it's good. And that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. When they brought up, when that point was brought up, this makes America look bad and, and everything. I'm like, well, first off, America already looks bad. Yeah. And so we maybe literally... that's a good thing. You think President Biden is actually coherent? None of you do. That I'm, and by none of you, I'm, I'm referring to these Republicans that I hear saying that this was mean. And uh, not that John Dvorak is a Republican. Um, but other ones on on Twitter. Sure, and the and the thing that's it's just it's like where is the like um what I what I would be curious about is depending on who that was because again you have to kind of take it case by case with people. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, so where does this fall in line? Like oh, it was kind of mean that they did that to the president, and then like all of the awful stuff that's happened this year. Yeah. Like the, all the stuff, that all we've the covered, horrible things, whether it's like specifically done by you, literally that is Biden's fault. Not just yeah. you, you take his administration by his administration. Then on top of that, Biden's direct fault due to executive orders. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they, they that was kind of mean. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, I, dude, I, 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 I get it. So many people make fun of the let's go Brandon thing. Like, it's not that funny. I'm like, no, no, no. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. And the fact that someone was able to like sneak one by on the president, it's like, I don't know. You kind of got to give it to the guy. <laughs> you got to take your shot, man. If I, you don't yeah, take it, you'll miss it. I just have to be in disagreement on that one. I, I, I yeah. think that it's like he said it. Whoever was on that line could have cut it off. It, yep. it, it's almost like it. I have to admit there's part of me that's like they wanted it to happen right like cuz I think even right. I think even um uh, Adam on no agenda said to uh in this la- in their last episode that he's there's part of him that thinks that it was a setup that mm. they did it on purpose because they're trying to make him look bad yeah um, it could be I know they want uh, there's within the democratic circles or circle however sure, many there are sure. there's rumors that they're tr- they want him out and they don't want him to run in 2024. Uh, wouldn't surprise me, man. Um, I, I I mean I don't know what they're. It, it's going to be interesting it's not no matter a big what. Deal to me, even though, you even, know that let's go Brandon thing. Isn't no, a big it just deal isn't a big deal to me either. Like there, it's like we were saying before, there are hills to die on, and someone could probably give me plenty of reasons as to why it bothers them a bunch. But I just I don't know, man. The guy and he, like he he. he and his administration have done a lot of terrible things to people this year. So someone saying, let's go Brandon to him and him getting caught up in it and saying, yeah, I agree. Let's go Brandon. Isn't exactly. It, it just doesn't. Who's fall. Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> he looks at Jill like, hey, who, who's that? Is that somebody in our administration? Yeah. yeah. Who's that guy? Um, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Um, anyway, so Biden had, uh, something else. This kind of, this, I believe actually just came up today, um, because Biden's on his way to one of his like, uh, homes or his like his private, uh, president places in like Maine or something like that. Um, and so I, I, I had seen that today and I was like, oh, and I was trying to find a better clip of this, but essentially this is, um, it's a great way sort of to start our, uh, our, our COVID conversation, and then we're going to get into this other one that you had um, about uh, what's going on now with their um, their COVID plans. 
do with it. Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. Um, it's a terrible clip. I'm sorry. There really is. I don't know why someone, like, I don't understand how some of these people haven't learned, like, cut a little bit of extra time before and a little bit of extra time after to give people that, like, room to understand what he's saying. It doesn't need to be, like, bam, bam. Right. And throw it out there. Um, amateurs. Anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing now is that there is no federal solution, apparently, to any of this. And we're <laughs> g- giving it to the states. Um, thank, hey, I'm fine thank with that. you. Yeah. I, yeah. you know. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that because, you know, California would be stupid and crazy in New York. And if you haven't moved out of there, you should have by now. Um, and then my state will be fine. I don't know about your state. It's, you know, kind of purple. So, um, um it doesn't matter. It, it, that's yeah. the weird thing here. Uh, I guess we didn't ever really talk about it, but I went to one of my favorite spots in town that happens to be in, I guess, what you would call a more like liberalish progressive area of, uh, mm-hmm. of Asheville. Um, not that the most of it isn't, but it, it Asheville and its surrounding sort of like, um, cities and counties and whatnot are very weird, uh, just the way it's all kind of set up. Um, but that all that to be said, it's it's one of the the places where you would expect every place you walk into to essentially like want you to have your mask on, wants you to da da da. And we, I went there with a couple people a few weeks ago, and uh, they made us wear them when we were in there. But after being in there for about 10 minutes, it was like dangling off my ear or whatever. We were, you know, and they just didn't care. And the people behind who were working there had them like down half the time. It's over, basically. Um, There's just a lot of that weirdness now where um, not everyone is on the same page with everything. (laughs) Right. So you have like some places that are like, we don't care. And there have been some places like um, in my area that haven't cared the entire time. And so that, those are the places that we would visit more often. Um, and then you had some places that were way stricter or way harder about it um, and, like, really would be on you. And so a lot of those places we just didn't go to. And some of them we still don't go to. Like, we'll get takeout from a lot of those places, but we won't actually go and sit and, you know, spend money and tip and do that, like, like that whole deal. It's like, nah, we don't. Right. It's like your food's good, but I don't want anything else to do with you. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, dude. Like in in my area, it's been non-existent. Nobody cares, absolutely at all. And so, and I don't sit here and say that people don't care about you know taking precautions and everything, but wearing a mask, requiring it, nah, no one um, is doing it. And uh, um, I know like one store here, all the employees have to wear a mask, but the uh, people who enter into customers right. don't have well, to that'll be the and last, like that. And, that'll kind of be the last thing that falls is the people yeah. working at a lot of these uh, these places. So It's only the corporate places here, mm-hmm. though. You'll see the, it. The, and, go ahead. I was going to say, you'll probably see it at a lot of the grocery stores first. Employees yeah. will start taking their masks off. Eventually, you'll start seeing the plastic shields come down. And it's not going to be everywhere, right? You're There's right. always... For one reason or another, there will probably always be people who are wearing them, uh, whether that's because they've just decided to do that 
or the company is just like we're just going to leave some of this stuff in place because we're too yeah. lazy to like take down the the plexiglass shields um i did i tell you about the place that i, I know this is totally off subject but I, did i tell you about the place that's pretty close to me they serve barbecue and they were so crazy about this stuff i think i sent you the picture so when they put the man the mask mandates back up uh, mm-hmm. They had a sign on their door that said the mask mandates are back with exclamation points <laughs> as if they were super happy about it. Now, this is also the place that rec- that instead of you being able to come directly up to the counter, there was a massive table between you and the front counter and the person who was taking your order. You would basically have to kind of like loudly tell I mean, it wasn't really a yell necessarily but you would say it pretty loud right because you're further away mm-hmm. from this person and everyone has to wear a mask when they're inside um, right and so you would have to do that through the mask and then they would take your card on one of those wooden pizza pallets with the they're like <laughs> long ones that you put into the wood burning fires and so they would take that so your tiny little card would go on this thing and then they would Take it, do the whole thing, right? So they're still touching the card that you touched. So that doesn't make any sense. But then they nope. would give that back to you, and then they would hand you your food that way too. And I was just this- like, I'm done. I literally, uh, after that time that I told you about, and I mean, I think they put the mandate yeah. in back before summer here. Um, or no, maybe it was in, in sometime in the middle of summer. I haven't been back there. I don't blame you. I don't I, go I just can't do to- it. I I have chosen not to support places that mandate the vaccine on, you know, their employees or anything like that. Uh, but as far as, you know, the company requiring, you know, the mask and stuff, I don't really care about that. If you want to work for that company, that's on you. As far as with me, I would choose not to because it just it does not make any sense to me uh, based off of all the research I've done. And just the many different implications involved when you're wearing a mask. And there's just, I haven't seen any type of statistical difference. But not only that, you mentioned a good point on uh, the incident you just referred to with still touching the card and everything. The funny thing to me is that Aaron Rodgers uh, was given a socially distanced interview. For those who don't know who Aaron Rodgers is, he's a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Um, He was the MVP, most valuable player last year. Uh, for the for the NFL and he was giving this past weekend a socially distanced interview and then after the interview the interviewer and him hugged the so the sideline reporter and him hugged the person who was giving the interview six feet away <laughs> which is like what's the point of the interview yeah it's <laughs> being stupid. six feet away from each other it's just show you know yeah I don't know who still is I mean Obviously, there are still some people that are out there that are believing this stuff, but I don't know how they're seeing stuff with their own eyes, like going out somewhere and wearing their mask and then sitting down around like hundreds of people with their masks off. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are y'all doing? I know. So, I, and, and to be honest, man, it's like, I know you can, um, it, it's not a knock on you, but it's one of those things that's like, people will say the thing, oh, I've done my own research. I've done it. And I'm just like, I don't care. Right. I was like, it's done for me. You make yep. your decision. I was yep. like, I don't care about your studies. I don't care about your research. It's like, I'm still here. They're saying that the new variants, right, which are supposed to be the dominant variants, and I think I might have a report about that in one of the things coming up. The new variants, like 90% of the cases, from what we can tell, 
it's basically a common flu and they're trying to pull the with COVID thing now rather right. than the of COVID. Um, and this is why words are important, right? It's why I always get on to you when you like say crazy things and I'm like, you're going to have to convince me of that thing uh, because they're <laughs> like, it matters. Like the, the thought process in which you come to a conclusion about something absolutely matters. Um, right. It's why I, you know, when I talk about the conscientious objection thing, it's like that ultimately became why I decided not to get the jab, why I don't wear a mask anymore, why I'm I'm absolutely just sick of outside of us talking about it on the show, having these conversations with people. Dude, I'm so tired of talking about COVID. Dude, it's like outside the show. Why That's is why it? I've started. I told you last week. I think I just started to tell people, like, and I, and I wouldn't uh, bring up my podcast, but now it's just like, listen. I do an hour-long podcast where we spend time talking about this. Go listen to my podcast yeah. if you want to know what I think. Because <laughs> like, I'm so I, – I just don't care anymore. Throw us a download. About it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Be sure to download. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Go check out YouTube for the less yeah. intense stuff. Um, yeah, but I, that's just how I, I feel about it too, man. It's like this is not supposed to be a gathered around the table at lunch conversation. I don't care. Like, I don't know why I need to hear about everyone's medical history every time we sit down for lunch. Exactly. I don't I don't want to hear about it. This is weird. Right. Like, what else is going on in your life? Like, do you have you do you have a hobby? Do you, is there something actually interesting going on? Uh, you know what I mean? It's like when did not only sort of like he- like public health policy, but also politics become like the new uh, water cooler conversation i think what it is is that because everything's so polarized and people are so immersed in it and you have that identity politics going on they and they feel this at the same time even those who weren't beforehand they just feel this existential threat it's become so real to them that that's why they spend so much time talking about it i think that's you know some reasons Right. I, I don't know all the reasons and don't know everything, but that's what I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, and I like, think, too, is like when you point out the blatant lies from what people are saying, it also, you know, when the corporate press is lying and you see all this thing, this stuff going on, inflation going on and all these restrictions going on, it just it may it creates that within people, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like get out, go, go find a new hobby. Yeah. Start doing something. Go go lift. I don't know. Like <laughs> that's and and here and this is why. And I I say this and then we'll move on to this next clip. Um one of the guys that owns the gym that I go to mm-hmm. rarely when he and I talk and we talk quite a bit, uh it's barely ever these conversations. He's telling me yeah, about and that's like a good thing, yeah. Right? He's telling me about how the business is going, or how his new business uh, opening a, a food truck is going, right? And how he got there, and like stuff that he's doing with it. And you know, he'll show me um, like a cool uh, like pizza cutter that he bought that was made out of old skateboards. And we just have these really interesting conversations. And it's funny because I'm just now kind of realizing this is one of the reasons I like talking to him mm. because his life isn't wrapped up in this. Yeah. You know what I mean? He would and I rather think people like being around those people. Exactly. And that's one thing for me, like to work on as well, is getting out of that uh, bubble. It's one know? of the, it's one of the reasons why like movies is such a a big thing for me as far as like just an easy thing to talk to people about because everybody has 
different sort of like takes on that stuff. Um, and yeah. for whatever reason, they find it entertaining that I I hate most of the like modern like popular stuff. Right. Um, but I have reasons for it too. It's not like I'm just like, oh no, it sucks. Because then they're like, why? And I'm like, well, how much time do you have? Um, <laughs> and it's 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 great because not everything has to be wrapped up in public health and politics. Uh, because mm-hmm. people will bring up politics around me sometimes because they know that I do the show. And I, I'm kind of, I've gotten the same way. It, it, not so much of like, oh, you can just listen to the show because some of them do. Um, hi, everyone. Um, but they uh, they get caught, uh, people get caught up in like wanting to do that. And I'm like, I, I don't want to talk about this. I yeah. was like, I don't care about every detail of what a mayor in a state that I don't live in is doing. Right. There's a reason I don't live there. And, and sometimes it is newsworthy, right? And that's something right. that you and I have to decide on on kind of a weekly basis is like, okay, well, what's really newsworthy, right? You know? Yeah, I, it just actually, you know, the U-Haul just released their figures for this past year, and uh, Gavin Newsom was their top salesman of the year. <laughs> and we thought that was newsworthy, so. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into this this next clip. Um uh, about the breakthrough cases? Did you want to set this up? Yeah, I'll just briefly say, do y'all remember when they were talking about how the vaccine would prevent transmission of the virus? And go there. What? There's been over a 20 to 1 return. If you had put that money into an S&P 500 and reinvested the dividends, you'd come up with something like $17 billion, but you think it's $200 billion. Here, yeah. You're okay. You're not going to You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated <laughs> and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk. That music's annoying me. I hate it when people yeah, do that. Just play the clip. I know. It's annoying. By the way, we played this like two months ago. <laughs> oh, we did? Yeah. <laughs> well, good. It's, I mean, good it's a good reminder. Redo. I thought we did. It's a good reminder. I, I thought we did, but... I oh, was like, well, can't it, remember everything. It got about like ten or fifteen seconds in, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the same one. Oh well, it's, it's all good. Sometimes it's all it slips good. by. Um, all right, so we're gonna move over to the airlines now. Um, 
Oh, bro, are and, we? Uh, yeah. Hope you weren't flying this past oh, weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it sucks for so, you. So this is kind of a good roundup of stuff that's been going on over the holiday season with that, and you get a little bit of Omicron, um, and we're going to have a little bit of that Fauci uh, as the cherry on top, too, uh, which will lead into oh, the yeah. next clip. So. Holiday travel woes continue, with thousands of U.S. flights delayed or canceled Monday. As of Monday morning, flight tracking site FlightAware says over 1,400 U.S. flights have been delayed and over 860 U.S. flights have been canceled. That's after major airlines canceled 1,500 flights Sunday. Some airlines blaming their cancellations on a mix of winter weather and the Omicron variant. A sharp increase in COVID-19 infections prompting airlines to cancel flights and to quarantine pilots and crew. Last week, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said Omicron accounts for 90% of COVID-19 cases in some regions. But early studies suggest Omicron leads to milder symptoms and far fewer hospitalizations than previous strains of the virus. Still, health officials have maintained a cautious outlook. White House Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci telling ABC's This Week on Sunday that he thinks masks are still necessary on planes. I mean, I think if you look at wearing a mask and the filtration on, on planes, things are reasonably safe. We want to make sure people keep their masks on. I think the idea of taking masks off, in my mind, is, is really not something we should even be considering. Okay. So a couple of things before we get into this next clip. Um, I had heard, and I don't know if you've heard this too, that... Are you there? Yeah, I'm okay, here. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's just really quiet. <laughs> um, I had heard that one of the things that you can kind of look out for uh, when you're flying, if you're going to end up with delays, even in a normal um, year, like if none of this was going on and everything was fully staffed and uh, right. there weren't any of these issues, uh, it, any of the months that have a 31st day have a tendency to be the ones where you might end up with more cancellations because of the amount of hours that uh, flight flight crews are allowed to work every month. Mm. And because that extra day, it's going to lead into problems potentially with that. So um, right. I, I thought that was kind of interesting. But, I mean, we all know that this is because the crews aren't working. Yeah. And the uh, the total flight cancellations were... Uh, 8,000, including today. There were 2,000 canceled today and then 6,000 over the holiday weekend. Yeah, uh, it's it's got a lot more to do. There's more going on than just, oh, people are catching yep. o- Omicron. Oh, yeah, uh, and they're, they're, Some of these places aren't either, either purposely avoiding reporting on some of these issues or they're... Uh, ignorant to it i it, it's kind of hard to tell depending on the the network yeah um all right so the other thing that we have to to mention is that uh old mr fauci uh said that masks are still important well um dr leanna Wynn, who we haven't played on here in a while she's our old friend with the carrot and the stick uh mm-hmm. had something else to say so let's just uh, go ahead and play this 
we should be keeping the events that are that are safe and uh, and also the events that have fun for people too. We can't be canceling everything, especially if we're going to be living with COVID for the foreseeable future. I would say that if you choose to go, make sure that you're vaccinated and boosted. Make sure that you're wearing a um, a mask, even though it's outdoors. If there are lots of people packed around you, wearing a three ply surgical mask. Don't wear a cloth mask. Cloth masks are little more than facial decorations. There's no place for them in light of Omicron. And so wear a high quality mask, at least a three ply surgical mask. And if you're going to be visiting elderly relatives or immunocompromised people after, wait three days, get tested, and then see those vulnerable people. Well, that's a new one. That is a new one. Did you know about that? I did not know about that. (laughs) Yes. um, Yeah, so cloth masks are a little more than facial decoration. Um, Well, I'll be, if only there is at least one podcast that was saying that from the beginning (laughs) of its foundation. (laughs) Yeah, man. um, She's like three-ply surgical, uh, you know, which I guess is just the M95 is probably what she should have said. Yeah, there are, I know there are, I want to say there's N95 masks, surgical masks, and then the cloth masks. Um, Yeah, so I don't know, but everybody's running around wearing these like single plot, you know what I mean? It's it's ridiculous. She's absolutely right. It's a facial decoration. The rest of the stuff that she said doesn't really matter. No, but I agree with her. It is. Cloth mask is facial decoration. It's decoration, and it provided you no protection. It was just a make you feel safe, and that's fine. If you want to wear one and make yourself feel safe, that's fine. I don't care. I mean, a lot of people not going to make fun of you. A lot of people don't even remember back when everyone was pretty much wearing masks, right? Yep. That people were complying with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That people were still getting upset because. They're like, well, people just aren't wearing masks. And I'm like, who are you talking about? I was like, literally everyone wears one, right? <laughs> yeah. That was around the time I was like, I'm done with this. I was like, yeah. these people don't know what they're talking about. Um, you know, it, <laughs> They it, never do. Yeah. Uh, because I think a lot of, a lot of people um, early on, obviously not everybody, but a lot of people early on, including myself, just did it to because it was better than being like hassled. Yeah. But the minute, the, it's one of those weird things. I'm, I was trying to think of... Um, I guess it's sort of, it's not the exact same as V for Vendetta, um, but there's that scene in V for Vendetta after Natalie Portman gets her head shaved, and she's talking about how she was like in the grocery store and like the people didn't even like recognize her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it was a, a different but a similar feeling I would imagine to to taking that off while everyone's still wearing one, where you're yeah. like oh man like nobody really cares nobody <laughs> it's like people aren't almost even recognizing that you don't have it on. I um, know, dude. <laughs> like that that definitely would depend on the state that you were in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I stopped wearing it way like before I think bef- yeah before the mandate um, came uh, down, and then um, when they put it back in, I was like, I'm not wearing one. Right. And then you know I for a little while it was one of those things where I'd do it if um, they specifically like gave me one to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to go see Spider Man um, a couple weeks ago, right or last week, whenever that was. And the people at the theater were not only try, trying to force everyone to wear one inside, but they they would sell you one if you didn't have one. <laughs> and I, I called up 
uh, Justin, and no joke, I was like, these MFers are trying to get me to buy a mask from them. I was so mad. You can ask him about it. I And he had like five or six people in the car, and I was like, I'm sorry. It's like, I was really mad. Um, but yeah, so it's, it, oh man. Was that, his wife in the car? No, thankfully. She was uh, at home. Um, I told you he was a bad influence. <laughs> she already thinks I am. Um, it's so funny. And he, he's the, and he's the one, he's the one doing those things and he uses me as an excuse for his bad habits. I know, right? Um, it really is true. All right. So let's get into this, uh, this clip. Did you want to set this one up? Yeah. So a, uh, um, priest along with Donald Trump Jr. Uh, doesn't know what his Bible means when he talks about in this next clip, uh, separating, uh, two types of people. This morning, Father Beck, what one struggle I imagine is that fewer people are going to church, to temple, to uh, to, to worship these days. The, the, like with the many institutions, right? Folks are retreating over time, and I wonder how you, as as people of faith, break through that to get to get the message through, right? As as people come less often to hear that message. Yeah. Well, you know, Jim, there's no supply chain shortage of love and compassion. We're trying to say to people is you have a social responsibility if you do gather. You know, you know, Christian churches, many are gathering this evening and some are still not requiring vaccination, which I disagree with. Yeah. So I think part of caring for one another, you know, the dictum of Jesus, who we celebrate his birth, is love one another, show compassion, show mercy to each other. So I think the message is that if we want to act like Jesus in these kind of times, we take care of each other. And if we're going to gather in celebration, we have to do so safely, comfortably, and we have to give to one another that gift of peace. And part of that is is health and feeling like we're gathering in a healthy environment. And so I really hope as people gather in celebration to celebrate the birth of Christ, who was about mercy and compassion and love of one another, that we keep that in mind. It's not about us. You know, mm -hmm. I don't think there's a reason to say, I'm not gonna get vaccinated today. You know, maybe a health reason, but then you can't come yeah. to church get services with other people right now. We have yeah. a response to one another. So you hear that here? He did not read any books of the Bible, especially <laughs> the one that he skipped over was the book of James. Uh, so, I mean, that speaks for itself. Uh, you know, well, I was going to we, say, we featured it's... the point of me bringing, hang on, I yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, the go point ahead. of me bringing up this clip uh, along with the clip of Donald Trump Jr. was to get two sides of the political spectrum. And they say, oh. you got to be careful of snakes. That dude's a, he's definitely a spook. I'm convinced now that like any of these, these like, uh, pastors <laughs> or, people who go on like CNN and they're just like, well, I disagree about them letting unvaccinated uh, individuals, individuals in into the church or whatever. And it's so funny because he's like, oh, we have to love, he's saying all these things like we have to love each other and we have to show each other mercy. And, and it, it's funny how it always goes one way. Yep. Always one they're way. They're never going, It's well, complete manipulation. Yeah. I, you never hear, well, I disagree with their decision, but we're going to love them in Christ no matter whether they have um, accepted the the jab into their lives or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, and that's why when these guys come on here, especially the ones that, that show up on CNN doing this stuff, I'm like, what government agency do you work for? 
Yeah, right. It's like, hmm. I mean, it's not surprising. Like, it, it could definitely be that. It could just be, you know, a NPC, and you know, in the church with something with someone like him, and it's clear that <laughs> either he's not saved and he doesn't know Christ, or uh, he is very ignorant. Yeah, it's uh, because Christ never tells anyone not to come. Yeah, like he. I, and this gets brought up a lot. I think it's a decent enough point that it's like, you know, Jesus used to, he would go to the lepers, right? Yep. Um, he would go to people that were generally considered unclean. Yep. Um, by, and called his followers to do the same thing. Yes. And and we're talking people who would, and whether it was true from a, um, a disease standpoint or not, people who were considered unclean by the elites, essentially, mm-hmm. by the Pharisees, by the politicians of the time. Yep. Um, though the people who considered themselves above those groups of people, um, those were the people generally that he was going to. And like yeah. you said, called um, his followers to do the same. And that just kind of seems to be forgotten because they all want to sit in their comfy pews um, and listen to a nice message uh, and not have to worry about anything in their lives anymore. Um, yeah, what it means to follow Christ, right? Yeah, it's very interesting. It's it's why I tend to, despite some of my disagreements with um my church um, on just different things. I mean, it's just kind of the way it is. There's no such thing as a perfect church. Right. Um, there's a lot of things that I really like about what they do. Like I was telling, I think it was last week about how um, because of um, the number of people who give to the church, we were able to literally buy somebody a new house whose house yeah. was like, um, you know, blown away in a uh, flash flood. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that, is just so cool and you just you don't hear about that right it's like i've never actually had to use it but i tend to think that my like um one of my defenses against um people who are like oh well the church is this or it's that or whatever it's like yeah well um what group that you've been a part of has been able to do like these things for their community yeah right without asking that's anything. a great way to phrase it yeah without asking anything in return i was like have, have you ever like bought someone a house and then been like no we're good we're even you don't owe me anything it's like this is something we want to do for you. Yeah. It's like whether you decide to come and join the church or be a part of what we're doing here, or you continue on your life. It's like it's it's paid. Yep. Uh, and I just I don't know. That's really cool. Uh, it I don't, is really I don't, cool. I don't see how like it's people. Impactful. Yeah, I don't see how people um, outside of that can't at least come to like the admittance of like, man, that's kind of incredible. Yeah. And it's I like agree. there's no government involvement in that either. So I'm always for that. All right. Amen. Well, let me uh, play this last clip, and we'll we'll close this episode out. Um, old Joe Rogan um, has come to a decision, it would seem, about uh, some of his shows, and uh, we'll just let him speak for himself. Do it. I got in a few, in a few, in, a, in probably in a month, but they shot at the uh, Toronto Cut Capacity. Sucks. I, I should probably say this because I haven't yet. Yeah. My 420 show that sold out in Vancouver, I don't think that's happening. Yeah. I don't think I can even get into the country. Right. Uh, I'm not vaccinated. I'm not going to get vaccinated. I have antibodies. It doesn't make any sense. I don't think I can go. And even if I do go, I, I don't trust that that Vancouver's not going to follow suit along with the way Toronto did it. Yeah. Where they cut capacity to 50%. Tr- yeah, so we'll be back Good. out. Uh, so, yeah, so he's uh, probably not touring in Toronto, and it looks like, I mean, you're talking about in a... Canada. Yeah, 
uh, a sold out uh, theater for him. That's a lot of money. Yep. Joe Rogan tickets are not cheap. <laughs> and to completely cancel it, I mean, good on him. That's what more people should be doing that. Yeah. Just uh, and this is the thing. It, it's as soon as not only the people who and it's it's an interesting confirmation to finally know for certain that he's not vaccinated. Um, mm-hmm. Because I've, I've always felt that was kind of up in the air. Like you would hear from different people like, oh, no, he is. He just doesn't like the stuff or, oh, no, he isn't. And you're like, I I don't know who to believe. Right. And so that's that's actually the first time I think I've heard him definitively say I'm not. Um, so I don't even think I'd be able to get into the country. Um, and he's like, well, screw it. Like if they're going to if they're going to act this way, it's like, you know, they're not. They're not getting yep. my support in any way, and I think uh, I think that's that's good. Stand honestly. by your principles, exactly. Um, and as soon as some other people who have decided who decided to get the jab for work, because um, I think Tim Dillon, who he was talking to, has because um, he's gotten in some arguments with people, um, and it, and it kind of makes sense. Um, like you know, when your livelihood is surrounded by that, and you're not Rogan. Um, yeah. you know, you don't necessarily get as much choice in that. Um, I'm not saying it's the choice that I would have made. I'm just saying that like, I completely understand the, um, the circumstances that you're in. Like, if yeah, you're, exactly. you know, cause I think Peterson said, Jordan Peterson said that he got it. Um, and again, it's like when your totalitarian government is essentially telling you that your livelihood is completely gone. If you don't, um, get the, the two pokes or whatever, it seems like a little bit less of a problem, I would assume, um, especially when you may or may not be able to like get out of the country. Um, yeah, it's like same thing with like Australia. That's why it's um, uh, it's unfortunate that that's the way that it is. But I also don't blame people who decided to do it. Yeah, because of that. But and we don't think it's the mark of the beast either. No, so. not at all, dude. I think I, you know I do one thing I do. Uh, I agree with and think that you know before there is something like the mark of the beast there has to be a conditioning right and so I think in a way this is a primer heading towards that uh, but no this isn't yeah well and that's that's the thing is that it's it's kind of a people have been saying for my entire life like oh well this is what it's going to be this is what it's going to be and it's like y'all, right. y'all don't know what it is yeah, y'all don't know what what what's been being taught. Like every, I've never legitimately. I don't think I've ever heard a good sermon on Revelation. Yeah, right. P- people always that's kind a of, good point. People always kind of preface it with this whole like, well, nobody ever, nobody really knows, right? But it's like, well, there there are maybe some things that you can like parse from it. And I know this is totally off topic. <laughs> I'm just all I meant to really say is that. Yeah, it's it's always really interesting that people are like, oh yeah, this is this is the thing, and this is the mark, and he, you know, um, like Jesus is coming back soon. And I've always had this feeling that it's like, every time someone says that, it's like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do find it funny though that some of the conspiracy theories with this that you know will that have some similarities with, but not the in a few verses right not in all of the verses but in a few verses when it concerns the mark of the beast like the conspiracy theories that there's you know they're doing chip implants well now they are starting to do those for covid in uh europe yeah there's like like tests are being done or whatever and right. i mean whether you believe in that stuff or not like man i don't want to put i'm not putting a chip in my arm what do i look like a nope. dog I know. are you kidding me 
I'm not putting any tip in my arm. Makes sense for an animal that might run away from your house and they need to be able to find it quickly. Uh, but no, I'm not putting something like that in my arm. It's not going to happen. Nope. I'll uh, I'll go live on an island somewhere if that's the case. Just, right. Anything would be well, better. You didn't let us know. I know Bella is David, <laughs> uh, but you didn't let the good people know. Is is Ender safe from Fauci? Uh, well, since I had to restart my computer, I don't have any of that ready. You don't. Um, Man. Also, I thought we were done with this joke. No, nah, I'm keeping it alive. I don't want you to keep so it alive. So people can remember. So people can remember that Fauci. He's he's good. He's the dog <laughs> torturer. That's what I call him now. The dog dog torturer. The dog torturer. Oh, brother. Well. Thank you all for listening to this episode um, and putting up with us for about an hour. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, um, we will uh, we will be back on Thursday with our more entertainment-based episode. Um, we'll be talking about The Matrix. We'll be talking about Hawkeye and some other stuff. I think James Franco is going to stop by. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> it's always a party with with James Rango. Um, anyway, until then, uh, y'all, take it easy. See ya. Politics ruins everything. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you Warshack Horsemen force men and they've long been having the course mapped It ain't that you can't see Cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to You cope by putting the blinders on I've been trying to find some kind of way But I've kinda known that y'all would rather whine and lash to nonsense Cause your mind is gone I can't save every person in politics And it's bringing the worst out the very earth And every perk of living on this turf Is being chipped at and nerfed But I can't sit back and lurk I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose it's a beautiful thing too. Uh. Hold up. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Looking at the technological advances. I used to be on dial up looking for answers. Now what? Underappreciating was candid. And 20 years later, we got computers that hand fit. Used to be playing Sega Genesis with bros. Now I'm gaming with some folks on the other side of the globe. Used to go through a label if you trying to blow. Now people got more options on the table, got a post. Social media got us connected as ever on every medium. Should be more righteous and clever, but what we see in this communication is error and still the devious. Evil's immediate, tedious that you gotta be remediate. Cause idiots get heebie jeebies in the event that they don't agree with you. Try to ruin your whole life. Cause you say what they dislike. God forbid y'all disagree without a fight. The type of stuff that will clear up if you lighten up, Jack. Your trifle subject. Your life would right if you give up that. You're mad at nothing. Not add up when you're sad enough at a sad sack that gets aggravated. And now you pay it forward. Let people make your blood boil. Emotions firing like microwave foil or the oil. They annoy you. You add another's neck for the wrong reasons. Election years now seeming like full-blown seasons. Man. Politics ruin, or rather control your whole life, man. You're gonna be a miserable person, straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this, and it's driving them crazy, and they hate their neighbors. Sad.